To complain is always a non-acceptance of what is. It invariably carries an unconscious negative charge. When you complain, you make yourself into a victim. When you speak out, you are in your power. So change the situation by taking action or by speaking out if necessary or possible. Leave the situation or accept it. All else is madness. So that was a quote from this book called The Power of Now, which was written by a spiritual teacher and self-help author, uh, Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle, I might be mispronouncing that. One of them has to be right. (laughs) I like this quote because... It sums up what it truly means when a person complains. That is, a person is letting life control them rather than letting their desires drive the results of their mind. This quote also points out the idea of living presently rather than in a state of mind that focuses only on what has happened or has yet to occur. And in today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about how to stop complaining so much about life and actually start living it because ultimately you are refusing to live when choosing to complain. First of all, not everything in life will go your way. It's not supposed to. If life went your way 100% of the time, there would be no change, which, which means no growth. When I think of the idea of life with no change, I just think about a track that goes in continuous circles. You're going to keep going on that same path unless you switch up and get out of it because something cannot grow if something does not change. If change was not needed for growth, then growth would happen on its own. Whatever it is would have already grown. If a flower did not need sunlight, it would just grow under the dark clouds. If you did not need to date that person to learn more about your likes and dislikes, you would just automatically know at birth exactly what you want in a person. If change does not exist, you would know everything about yourself from the moment you were born. That's because you would not need new knowledge and experiences to help you grow if change was not needed. But since we do go through new experiences and become a new version of ourselves constantly through life, change is needed for growth to take place. And think about it this way, growing involves creating new, moving forward, or increasing to some level. If nothing changes, everything stays the same. Think about the track. If you do not run off, you'll continue on that same path going in circles. So if nothing is happening, nothing new can be created. If nothing is moving, nothing can move forward. If nothing is increasing, then nothing increases. If nothing is changing, nothing is growing. And when nothing is growing everything stays the same. This is when life becomes somewhat of just a repeated circle. Not changing and growing means you'd be living life on repeat. There would be no excitement because there's no newness since life is expected. How would you feel if you did the same exact thing every single day? You knew everything that would happen because life would make no mistakes. You would make no mistakes. And at first, living with no mistakes or with everything going your way all the time, it sounds great. On the surface, it seems like the perfect world of happiness where life, you, and other people will never upset you. However, think back to a time where you made a mistake. I bet you learned something from that mistake. I don't even like using the word mistake to describe events that I experienced because I don't believe there are such things as mistakes. I believe there are only lessons we needed to learn to gain some sort of knowledge. For example, Me being in a three-year relationship for it to just end would seem like starting that relationship in the first place and ignoring all those red flags was a so-called mistake. 
any typical person would consider me being with this person a mistake or if you dealt with a similar situation you might note it as a mistake you made from the beginning however that is what it looks like on the surface if you look deeper into the so-called mistake you see that there were no mistakes at all because if something else was supposed to happen it would have that three-year relationship I was in was supposed to happen and I know that because it did happen If it's supposed to happen, it will happen. If it didn't happen, then it wasn't supposed to happen. Mistakes lead to knowledge, and humans learn best through trial and error. When you try something and it doesn't work out, you have then gained firsthand knowledge of what to do or not to do next time. Mistakes, so-called mistakes, keep us building off the past versions of ourselves and growing into new perspectives of reality and new versions of ourselves and more successful and more knowledgeable versions of ourselves. So honestly, we take these mistakes for granted, honestly. For all the curiosity and strength that life gives us when things don't go our way, we do not give enough credit to the universe or the higher power that you believe in or whatever. Instead, we just complain. When things don't go our way, we immediately acknowledge the part of us that's saying this could have happened, it wasn't supposed to be like this, etc. What we don't acknowledge is the part of us that thinks of a new way of life, the side of us that is curious about what to do next and that has the strength to keep moving through life even though something didn't work out the way we assumed it would. We complain when we don't get what we want, when life is, and I air quote, unfair or horrible. And the problem with complaining is that it gets us nowhere. Complaining about the outcome of an event means that that event already happened. And what can you do when something has already happened? Nothing. But we still choose to reminisce and complain about what has already been done. Ultimately, the damage is done. So we can choose to accept the situation and move on to create better or remove ourselves from the present and direct all attention to the past. Another thing to take note of is that nothing is promised. This means that you can only hope that the best will happen, and just because one outcome is most likely to happen does not mean that it will. I've talked about this before on the podcast. I think it's in the episode titled, Listen to Your Intuition and Trust Your Journey. But basically, no matter how much you plan, nothing is for sure. You can plan to go to that concert in a few months and buy your tickets and everything and like plan how you're going to get there and who you're going to go with and all that, but it's still not promised that you will go because so much can happen between the present and the future. So to limit your complaints when things don't go your way, remind yourself that the way you expected things to go was nothing more than an expectation. It wasn't, it wasn't a promise. It was just an expectation. You can feel sad or disappointed about the outcome not turning out the way you hoped, but there's no need to complain. Something not turning out the way you, you hoped already happened. So it's in the past now. So by complaining about the situation that already happened, you're just living in the past. And that is taking you away from living in the present where everything is happening. The present moment is the only moment you will ever have. You do not have the future. You do not have the past. You only have what is happening right now. Complaining keeps you from living in the only moment you will ever have because it places you in a reality that is no longer yours or has not been destined to be yours. The past is not your reality because it already happened and is no longer in your control. The future is not your reality because it has not happened yet. The present, on the other hand, is where everything happens. So that is the only time you ever have full control of. 
And when you complain about something that has already happened, you're drawing your attention back to the past. And what you choose to give attention to will become your perspective of reality. So if you continue to focus on that mistake you made, that is all you'll see in reality. You'll note yourself as that mistake. And complaining about the consequences of this mistake or about the events leading up to the mistake, you're only adding fuel to the fire. Do you want to give yourself an even harder time? Now, let's say you're in the middle of a task that doesn't satisfy you. This unsatisfaction could cause you to complain about the fact that you have to do this project right now or whatever it is. Ask yourself, What benefits you will get out of doing this thing you're complaining about? Think about the reason you're doing this thing. What are your intentions? Do they align with your goals in any way? Complaining will only make the task harder and could quite possibly extend the amount of time it takes to get the task done. So think about the intentions of the task and the ultimate reward you receive from doing this task. For example, if you're complaining about what you're doing at work, think about what this work allows you to do for others or think about the reward you're going to receive from, from doing this. Eckhart Tolle, or Eckhart Tolle, the spiritual teacher whose, whose book I read the excerpt from earlier, he explains complaints as little stories that the mind makes up that you just completely believe in. He talks about this in his book, A New Earth, which addresses the conscious and subconscious mind and how to live life um, more consciously and mindfully. For example, if the person next to you is chewing their food loudly, you will automatically associate that person with the description annoying. But think about it. Your mind just made up that story that this is an annoying person. In reality, you may not know that much about this person or you know so much about that person that there's other evidence to prove that they're not actually annoying. Rather, it's just the action of chewing food loudly that's annoying and your mind quickly assumed and made up this story that because a person is doing something annoying, it makes them annoying. But they're not. It's only the action that's actually annoying you. So next time you complain about someone specifically, think about what it is they're doing that you're actually complaining about. What's the actual issue here? Because it's not the person. Since complaints are just stories of the mind, that would imply the idea that these complaints are not who we are and that we can control their power. That's because they're just our mind and we have ultimate control over that. Our thoughts only have as much power in the world as we give them. The complaining thoughts will take over if you're giving them attention because that attention strengthens their power in your reality. If we don't shed light on a thought, it remains in the darkness. So when you notice a thought that is not serving you, you can choose to recycle it into something more beneficial or you can choose to just release it from your mind completely and not give attention to it and not dig deeper into it. For example, if you're complaining that your Starbucks order is taking too long, instead recycle the thought of being angry at the Starbucks employee to maybe if this order came out quicker, I would have gotten into an accident on the drive home or this employee is just a human like me. They could be having a bad day or whatever. Never assume that you have it worse than another person. That's another thing. Assuming you have it worse sets yourself up for victimization and Once you get into the habit of that, you will start playing the victim in all other relationships you form in life. That will make staying in healthy relationships even harder because playing the victim implies not fully acknowledging another person's point of view because you're too fixated on your own complaints. How much do you hate when you're in an argument with someone and they victimize themselves or you're trying to talk about your feelings towards a certain 
part of the relationship and the person is just victimizing themselves. We hate it. It's a major red flag in friendships, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever. It's a red flag because it kind of shows that they're not taking what you're saying into consideration. Rather, they're just bringing all the attention to the idea that you have hurt them. Even if in the situation, they actually hurt you first. So when you complain about something in your life, you're playing the victim. For example, if your coffee is taking a while to be made, you may complain that it shouldn't be taking that long or that you're in a hurry, both of which, by the way, imply the idea that you don't deserve this treatment of having to wait. Both phrases and anything else your mind makes up while complaining deal with the idea that you are a victim in the story that your mind made up. Remember earlier we talked about how complaints are just stories the mind makes up that we choose to believe and when someone is playing a victim while you are expressing your feelings to them, don't you want to kind of call them selfish? Well, that's what you're doing when you're complaining. You're being selfish about the idea that everything is about you. And in reality, that coffee might be taking longer because that barista's having a bad day. Maybe they woke up and their pet died. Maybe they got kicked out of their house. Maybe they just found out some other scary, life-changing news. Who knows? I'll tell you who doesn't know, you. So when you complain, especially about another person's actions that seem to be directed towards you, you're only victimizing yourself in the scenario and not thinking about what the other person might be going through. And this is also where resentment tends to come in and the idea that complaining is another form of resentment. We resent whatever it is another person did to make us feel angry or sad or we victimize ourselves when an event in life puts us in a bad mood. When really, it's not the event or the person who put you in a bad mood, it's your emotions about the action or person that are dragging on your mood. It's the thoughts that come up randomly from an unexpected event or action. When something happens that irritates us, it's so easy to get caught in a train of thoughts that add more negative thinking to the situation. For example, if you spilled coffee on your shirt, all these insane thoughts are going to pop up saying, you are a mess, you're so clumsy, you're a mistake. And then the thoughts, if you keep giving them attention, will continue to escalate into other thoughts like, you're better off not being here at all, life would be easier without having to get up this early, I hate my life, nothing ever works out for me, and so on. And as you cave into more of those random thoughts, the worse the thoughts are going to get until suddenly the thoughts aren't even about the original situation anymore. Instead, they're just solely putting you down. When your thoughts are suddenly saying, I hate my life, you're no longer thinking about the spilled coffee You're thinking about every other little thing that has gone wrong in your life. You're playing the victim in life and putting attention only on what is not serving you. Another way to look at complaining is by understanding that when we complain, we are hardly actually complaining about the person or situation in itself. We're complaining about the deeper meaning behind it, the actuality of the scenario. Think about this. So let's say you're at a restaurant and you ordered food but 45 minutes have gone by and your food hasn't come out yet you complain to the server about how the restaurant's slow and the food shouldn't be taking so long you shouldn't have to wait this long the reason you're complaining is not because the restaurant's slow or because the waiter isn't doing his job you're complaining about having to wait you don't enjoy having to be patient it's not the server the restaurant that's upsetting you it's the action of waiting so next time you complain think about what are you actually upset about to help think about what triggers you may have from the past. For example, if you're complaining about having to start a project over because you did one part of it wrong, 
Are you actually mad about the project itself or the fact that you were told you did something wrong and now you have to fix your mistake? Do you get what I'm saying? Like think about what it is that's actually triggering you. The amount at which you complain will reflect your perspective on reality. When you constantly complain about the little things in life, your perspective of reality is that no matter what happens, life sucks. And the more you practice this perspective, the more real it becomes and the more it takes over and hides your most true self. And to be honest, your most true self is whoever the hell you want to be. And it's the most satisfied version of yourself. And when you complain, you're not satisfied. Therefore, you're not being your true self. When something in life happens and your first reaction is to complain, take a step back. Acknowledge the actuality of the situation you're complaining about. Then see why you might have this reaction. What are you truly feeling? Why is this situation bugging you so much? Is it worth the stress? And is complaining about it going to change things? What can you do instead that will benefit you most? When we complain about the bad things in life, all we see are the bad things because what you choose to give attention to will be how you perceive reality. If you're complaining about not liking where you live, you will only ever see the bad aspects of it, which only makes the situation worse. Be real with yourself. This may be the only thing you can have at that moment, but just because you don't like what you have right now doesn't mean you can't still work for what you actually want. So You can't expect to have this dream picture perfect idea of how your life is and then expect that life to become reality the next day. Goals don't work like that. A goal is something you write down and then take steps to achieve. You might have to go through the mud to get to to your destination, but that's just what makes the destination that much more satisfying and joyful. And this may be silly, but a quote that I love that speaks volume is from the Hannah Montana movie. She's all like, life's a climb, but the view's great. And I love that, as silly as it is, because whatever you're experiencing right now is what needs to happen to continue building up to what you want for your life. And complaining is just going to make that journey to your goals way more difficult. Plus, Complaining will take your attention away from actually learning what needs to be learned during this journey so that you can continue moving forward. Where your attention goes is where your steps will take you. Continue complaining and you'll ignore the knowledge you need to keep moving forward, which will eventually slow your process to reaching your goals. And I know you've heard the phrase, life is about the journey, not the destination. And that's because it's on the journey where we do the most growth and the destination is the reward that shows how much we've grown and gives us the ability to feel proud of ourselves. Focus your attention on what you can learn and how you can spend time wisely with every so-called mistake, waiting period, or moment that you have in life. You cannot reach your goals if you are complaining on the way up. Life is trying to work for you and you're only pointing out life's flaws by complaining. But life doesn't even have flaws because every moment that seems like a mistake, a failure, unnecessary, or an accident, It's actually just life pulling things apart to put something else that's better together. The very last thing I want to talk about is gratitude. I wanted to point this out last because 
When we're frustrated and complaining about life, gratitude is the last thing on our minds. When you complain, you're ignoring every other thing in your life that you're grateful for. So to help, when you're complaining, think about at least three things you're grateful for in general. Then think about at least two reasons you're grateful for the thing that you're complaining about. It may be hard or frustrating at first, but if you actually take it seriously, then you'll get serious results. Now, as we wrap up this podcast episode, I want you to do some self-reflection, and we're going to do that right now together. Don't worry, it's not going to take long. It's going to be a small moment entirely for yourself where you can just be and process your desires because when we take moments to just be present and process what we want, we can see life more clearly for what it is and understand how some mishaps in life can actually teach us something about ourselves that will contribute to our final destination because when we're living presently, we can actually see things for what they are rather than what they have been or what they are not promised to be yet because remember the future isn't promised we don't know what's going to happen there can be highly there could be most likely outcomes for the future but there's no promises we can expect something but it's only an expectation it's not a promise so when we're present it takes us away from those expectations becoming promises that we think will be fulfilled rather than what they actually are which is just expectations or likely occurrences that could happen so what I want you to think is what does living mean to you and what does it mean to really live think about that for a moment to me Living means feeling joy and gratitude for what life gives me. It means experiencing the joy in the little things and accepting that life is working for me. It means to love and accept love. And all of that has a specific meaning to me. And I want you to think, what does living actually mean to you? And you can pause this podcast episode and take all the time you need to really think about this. And when you're ready, ask yourself again, Where does complaining fit into this definition of living? Can you truly live when you're complaining about living? All right, that's all I have for you today. And if you enjoyed this podcast episode, then I suggest that you send it to someone who you love so that you guys can thrive together and grow together and just be your best selves together. And um, I hope you have a wonderful day, night, whatever the heck you're living right now. And uh, just remember that complaining will get you nowhere, but actually focusing on the present moment and what you can learn in a single moment will get you way further in life and will help you grow into the version of yourself that you're meant to be because life works for us and everything that we experience is helping us along our journey because everything comes at the exact time it is it needs to come because like I said if it's supposed to happen it will happen if it didn't happen it wasn't supposed to happen and of course always remember to stay smiling This has been another episode of Happy Minds. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and give this podcast a follow so you never miss an upload. For more wellness and lifestyle-related readings, downloads, and more, check out and subscribe to happybymia.com. You can also find me at Happy Minds Podcast on Instagram and Happy by Mia on Pinterest. 
Lastly, don't forget to share Happy Minds Podcast with the people you love so you guys can thrive together. All right, talk to you on the next episode, but for now, stay smiling.